Now we bring in Dr. Ward McCarthy, Chief Financial Economist at Jeffries. Ward, welcome. I know you've been busy uh, explaining to the guys on your trading desk what this means. What do you take away from Janet Yellen's speech today? What's this? What's the message? Well, the message is she wants, still wants to try to gradually move interest rates away from zero. Uh, but Friday's employment number was sufficiently scary in her, her mind um, that she became much less specific in terms of the timing of when the, the next rate hike might be and uh, effectively backed away from some of her comments recently when she said that the Fed would be raising rates in coming months. So uh, I think the message is that the Fed wants to go through another round or two of data uh, just to make sure that uh, the economy, which has been you know resilient for almost uh, seven years now, continues on that track um, before they uh, nudge up rates by another 25 basis points. Well, you know, a week ago Friday, when she was speaking with Greg Mankiw at Radcliffe, uh, I was quite struck. To me, she sounded very dovish. And she did not say rate hikes in coming months, whether it was just an unconscious slip or not. She said a rate hike, that's like one rate hike, in coming months. Now, months, is that, that could be three months. That could be four months. To me, she left the door wide open to, to a rate hike Maybe sometime this summer, maybe not. Maybe not till the fall. Well, I, I think you also have to put her comments in the context of what other Fed officials were saying. Uh, and some of them um, uh, talked about a rate hike specifically in either June or July. So, uh, you know, you're right in that she was not being specific as to what uh, exact meaning, but she was sending a message that she thought it would happen soon. Today, she just sent the message that, yes, we're going to continue to raise rates, but there was no hint at all that she thought it was going to happen soon. Very interesting, of course, that uh, based on what Ward McCarthy just told us, and he is going to continue this conversation, we've got a lot more questions to ask him, that uh, the U.S. Treasury market actually has traded lower today. Stocks are in rally mode. We're going to ask Ward to decipher what the message from the bond market is as taking stock continues. I'm Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Fed Chair Janet Yellen spoke in Philadelphia this afternoon, an eagerly anticipated speech, which seems to have fallen short of the kind of fireworks a lot of people thought might have occurred had she signaled very definitely that she was ready to pull the trigger on interest rates, maybe not next week, but certainly by the middle of the summer. Instead, Janet Yellen did not give us a sense of timing, only was repeating something she has said for a while. Fed wants to normalize rates. Rates will move higher. There's certainly no sense, though, of when and the urgency she may or not have there. Dr. Ward McCarthy is joining us. He's chief financial economist at Jefferies. So, uh, Ward, what about uh, the jobs report, the labor market? Are you concerned? Uh, t- didn't get much attention with uh, all the focus on Yellen, but the labor market conditions index for May weakened even more than it had weakened in April. Well, that was pretty much a given after uh, the employment data that we saw on Friday because the labor market conditions index is, is based on the uh, BLS report. So it is no surprise that it was extremely weak. It just really confirmed what we had already seen on Friday, and that is that um, the labor market data for the month of May was absolutely abysmal. So what's going on? Uh, well, that's the million-dollar question, Kathleen. 
Um, I'm, you know, we are in one of those periods right now where economic data points in very different directions. So, for example, uh, within the last few weeks, we have seen new home sales that were the strongest since Q1 2008. Then we saw the largest month-over-month increase in consumer spending since Q3 2009, and then we followed that up with the weakest payroll data since Q1 2010. So the economic data has not been telling a coherent story, um, and you know when this happens, it, it creates confusion. Uh, my inclination is to look at the employment data uh, as being uh, some kind of a statistical quirk, and here's why I say that. On three prior occasions, we have had. Uh, payroll increases that were well in excess of 300,000. None of them persisted, nor did this signal any uh, significant improvement in the underlying tone of the economy. But prior to Friday, we also had two uh, increases in payrolls since the beginning of this cycle that were less than 50,000, and they also did not persist, uh, and nor did it signal a deterioration in economic activity that was significant. So in each of these prior cases, when we got a head-scratch in number, payrolls migrated back towards the underlying trend, which is a little bit under 200,000, and I think that's what's going to happen this time around over the next couple of months as well. Hmm. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Because you know, people left the labor force. Uh, usually, a sign that maybe things aren't as good as they had been. But the household survey is is probably even more volatile than the payrolls. Why is the bond market falling in price and rising in yield today? Well, I think that uh, Jenny Ellen, I think, walked uh, kind of a fine line here, and uh, she did not want to uh, pre-commit. To, to anything, but she also did not want to uh, back away uh, from the normalization process. And I think that uh, there were some expectations today that Janet Yellen would express a, a, a greater tone of concern as far as the employment data, um, how it might affect monetary policy. Uh, but she didn't. You know, she did not hit the panic button. She just pointed out, yeah, this data is um, something that we really don't like to see. But against the backdrop of the cumulative improvement we've seen in the labor market um, over the last number of years, um, it's a reason mm -hmm. to pause and think about things, but not a reason to hit the panic button. It's interesting to me, Ward, that the, the, the two-year note sold off a little, but still, it was, what, 0.78 on Friday. It just, you know, the yield plunge, the price soared after the jobs report came in so weak. It sold off a little, but it's still just at 0 0.79. And even with a little bit of a sell-off in the 10-year note, 1.73. I mean, yields are, are remaining very low, uh, perhaps uh, kind of corroborating what the Fed chair says. Yeah, the Fed's going to raise rates eventually, but it's going to be a while. And there's just there's just not too much sign of people turning from turning to a, a real bearish view in the bond market. No, not at all. And, and part of that is because the market's just become so skeptical um, of two things. First of all, there is a pervasive pessimism about whether or not, you know, the U.S. economy is capable of generating any growth. Um, and there also is a skepticism about um, the Fed's commitment to raising rates 
as it has projected. So, um, you know, the Fed's been projecting that it would raise rates since 2012, mm -hmm. and it took till December 2015 before they got yeah. one off. And now they had been preparing us for a rate hike in a relatively short period of time. And Janet Yellen, um, by not addressing it specifically, uh, appeared to back away from it. Any chance the Fed waits till September? Final question. Well, that's when I think they will do at this point, is wait till September. Uh, let the, some more data come in, let the dust settle, and, um, uh, and then finally pull the plug then. All right. It's going to be a long Fed watch in summer, and of course... He's going to be helping us throughout. Ward McCarthy, Chief Financial Economist at Jefferies. He says uh, Janet Yellen is in no hurry to raise rates. Uh, he once thought June would be likely. September seems more like the time for the Fed raise, to raise that key rate again now. Next, we're going to go to the marijuana business. The co-founder and CEO of MedMen right here on Bloomberg Radio.